Good day everyone. This is Pastor Tom of New Life Santa Rosa. I would like to let you know that we are so blessed that you take some time to listen to the series of teaching of the Word of God. We pray that this will bless you and that this will make a difference in your life. We've been talking about divine healing or healing and health. I mean, I want you to understand that we have nothing against the doctors. We also believe na mga doctors ay kumbaga itinalaga din ng Panginoon. But we also have to understand just like you don't need to trust all pastors. Because pastors are human beings. So the same is true with doctors. You don't, you don't have to trust every doctor. Just like, I mean, lawyers. I believe, I mean, kung mayroon tayong legal problem, I believe we have to consult lawyers. But you don't have to trust all lawyers. Because I think one lawyer said 99.9% of all lawyers are liars. So, it's okay. As a matter of fact, there are doctors in the Bible. Particularly, uh, Luke is a doctor. He's a he was a physician who accompanied the disciples and even, I mean, there were several trips that he made with the Apostle Paul. So we are not, we are not hostile to science, we are not hostile to medical practitioners, but we do not want to put them on top sa Panginoon. Ayaw natin ilagay sila sa pedestal. Ayaw natin sila ilagay na lalabas na tinitingnan natin sila na sila ang magpapagaling sa atin. Sila ang may kakayanan. Sila ang may kapangyarihan. No, we don't look at them that way. Because in fact, if we look at them that way, we would, we would be disappointed. I mean, last Sunday, two accounts from the scriptures na ang taong sumangguni sa doktor imbis na sa Panginoon had failed. I mean, the good thing with the Lord is, of course, after you have done everything you know to do, and sometimes we would make God as the last resort, hindi pa rin tayo tinatakwil ng Panginoon. We need welcome pa rin niya tayo, hindi niya tayo nire-rebuke, si Pastor Lam ang nire-rebuke sa iyo, bakit huli mo nang tinakbuhan si Lord, dapat siya ang nauna mong tinakbuhan. Pero kung ikaw, hindi ka naman tatakbo kay Pastor, kay Lord ka naman tatakbo. So, okay lang ako ang mag-rebuke sa'yo. Okay lang ako, ako ang magalit sa'yo. Dahil, I mean, are you... Inilalagay, of course, hindi ko, wala akong, wala akong karapatan na ilagay ang aking sarili sa lugar ng Panginoon. Pero, humanly speaking, when you are taken for granted, hindi po magandang pakarandam. How many of you have been taken for granted at home, sa family? I mean, sa tahanan mo. How many of you have been taken for granted? Wala? Okay, ako lang nakataas ang aking kamay. I mean, at one time, in one way or another, I believe we all have been taken for granted. You have been taken for granted at home, you have been taken for granted in school, you have been taken for granted in your work, you have been taken for granted even in church. Hello? I think some people even feel that way. I think some people feel that way pag... I mean, they're waving at Pastor Elma, and Pastor Elma don't recognize them. I think they, they feel like, oh, si Pastor Elma, kakausap ko lang nung linggo, pagkatapos ngayon, hindi na ako pinansin. Or maybe myself. 
numiti ka sa akin pagkatapos hindi kitang initian. You would think, Ooh. I mean, it's not, it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. In, 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 in any way, at any level, when you are taken for granted. And so, hindi mas lalo na kung ang Panginoon ang taken for granted. How many of you know that, that God, God has an emotion? He is not an emotion, but He has. In fact, the Bible tells us that we should not grieve the Holy Spirit. We, we should not make the Holy Spirit feel bad. That's what it means. Grieving the Holy Spirit means you make Him feel bad. Or you restrain Him or restrict Him from doing or saying whatever He wanted to say or do. No, we want, we want to give full freedom to the Holy Spirit. And so, ayaw natin na lalapitan laman natin ang Painon as a last resort. The world is doing it, but we as children of God, I don't believe that we are supposed to keep doing it. Iwanan na natin. Kung ginagawa natin yan dati, huwag na natin maging kaugalian ngayon dahil ang Painon ay dapat una sa lahat. Amen? Bago ka uminom ng biogesic, siguraduin mo muna ang biogesis. Amen? Dahil uubusin mo ang buong biogesic sa mundo. Kung hindi ka sasaguni kay Jesus, wala kang makikitang kagalingan sa iyong pangangatawan. Now, I believe we already have established the will of God concerning healing and we said, it is the will of God for us to be healed. So there's no doubt, hindi na, hindi na natin ito kailangan pag, pagdudahan pa. It does not matter kung sumama ang iyong pakiramdam. It does not matter kung ang laboratory test na lumabas ay puro mataas. Mataas ang creatinine, mataas ang blood sugar, mataas ang lahat-lahat. Now, of course, yung mga yun should serve as a warning na Anuman ang naging dahilan kung, bak- kung bakit nagtaasan ang lahat ng mga yun, that means you have to stop or you may have to totally quit partaking or eating or doing whatever that had caused the creatinine to rise, that had caused the sugar level to rise, that has caused the blood, I mean, the blood pressure to rise. That means you might have to stop doing what you have been doing. That means you might have to stop eating what you have been eating. Hello? Because you cannot expect God to reverse, which He has all the power to reverse whatever sickness and disease a person has. God can do it. But you do not have any right, you do not have any right to believe for God to reverse your physical condition when you are still doing and eating the, the, the same kind of food that had made you sick. Can I hear an amen? At least makakarinig na ako ng ilang amen. I mean, I mean, nung, nung kami pa lang nandito, which is actually several weeks, almost three, three months, yung kami pa lang, yung, yung kami pa, pa, pa lang nandito, I mean, umaalingaw-ngaw kami dito. I mean, we were making a joyful noise. But there were only few of us. And so it's a good thing to hear that we were not the only ones screaming and shouting. So, I mean, maganda pakinggan na hindi ka lamang nag-iisa na sumisigaw, mayroon kang, mayroong ibang kasama. That means, ang church ay buhay at buhay magpakailanman. Praise the Lord. And I believe, 
The reason why we believe it is the will of God for us, it is, healing is the will of God because I believe many of us won't be here today if not because of God's healing power. Or maybe some of you that, are joined, that have joined us, you won't be able to join us if it's not because of God's healing power. So there should be no more question, there should be no more doubt about to heal or not to be healed. To be healed or not to be healed. It should be settled in our heart, it should be settled in our mind. And then secondly, we said it is the will of God for everyone to be healed. Even if I am the one sick, I still have the right to believe for somebody who is sick to be healed. Kahit kung hindi ako ang may sakit, kahit kung hindi ako may karamdaman, ako yung naniniwala na kalooban pa rin ng Panginoon na ang iba na may sakit ay gumaling. I mean, God is no respecter of person in as far as salvation. Well, redemption is concerned. Para buo na lang. Redemption is concerned. He's no respecter of person. He wants everybody saved. He wants everybody healed. He wants everybody rich. He wants everybody, I mean, restored. He wants everybody free. He wants everybody delivered. And because that is His will, I should not question it just because somebody is not saved. I should not question it because, just because somebody wasn't healed. I should not question it just because somebody is still bound. Somebody still not restored. Because ang basis ng aking paniniwala is not their situation, not their circumstance, not their condition. Ang basya ng aking pananampalataya is the Word of God. And the Word of God will prevail. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the Word of God will remain forever. I mean, flowers fades. Leaves, they wither. But the Word of God will abide forever. And so, We've settled that, and then what was the next one we talked about? Remember? Let me go back to my notes. And this is also what we've been talking, sa Holy Ghost Blast. Okay, I think the next one we talked about is the necessity of faith to be healed. Tama ba? The necessity of faith to be healed. Actually, not just faith to be healed because everything that God has for you can only be tapped. Can, you can only access everything that God has for you by faith. Not just healing. Your prosperity, your peace, your joy, even the grace of God, even the wisdom of God. If you don't have faith, you're not going to get it. So faith can be applied in all areas of our life. We apply it in salvation, that's why we're saved, but we all should be, be able to apply it in many, in all areas of our life. Faith to be healed, faith to prosper, faith for peace, faith for joy, faith for strength, faith, I mean, faith for everything that you find yourself in need of, because God has everything for us. So the necessity of faith, and then... Actually, last Sunday, I may not be able to say it, I could not remember I said it, but actually, last Sunday was supposed to be Sunday, we, we started talking about how can you actually receive your healing. 
Paano mo matatanggap? Actual na matatanggap ang iyong kagalingan. Not, not, it's, it's not just believing without seeing, but it's actually because you believe, you are now beginning to see. But how can you receive your healing? Well, the first one we've mentioned, we talked about last Sunday, is you can receive by healing by looking. Napaka-importante kung sino ang tinititigan mo, kung sino ang tinututukan mo na makapagpapagaling sa iyo. It's very important. Napaka-importante na alam mo kung kanino ka dapat tumitingin, kanino ka dapat nakatuon para sa kaligtasan mo, para sa kagalingan mo, para sa prosperity mo. Because we are in a time, nandun na po tayo sa panahon, which is almost lahat ng nasa Matthew 24 ay nagaganap. Which is, and Matthew 24 speaks about in time. Halos lahat. Like for example, binanggit sa Matthew 24 verse 26. And right now it's happening. That people will encourage us to look on something or to something. Matthew 24, 26. So hindi po masama na darating ang araw o kung hindi man dumating pa, mayroong mga taong magsasabi sa atin, tumingin ka sa akin or tumingin ka sa medisinang ito dahil itong magpapagaling sa iyo. I mean, the sad thing is, I mean, it is actually happening. It is happening. I mean, they think that the, the, that the vaccine... Well, of course, they didn't say that it can cure. Because they were, they, were, they were real honest that even though you are vaccinated, hindi ibig sabihin na hindi ka na mahahawa, hindi ibig sabihin na hindi ka na makakahawa. But, alam nila they were being honest, but why are they trying to make it a, a mandatory? Why are lots of restaurants today in Metro Manila would not let you in. Hindi ka napakakainin sa loob if you're not vaccinated. In Metro Manila. And maybe some parts in Santa Rosa. Why? Why? Bakit, bakit kailangan ni mandatory? Because they were trying to let everybody look at the vaccine as the solution. Which is not. In fact, it is a solution to kill. I mean, somebody sent me a video which I don't necessarily because I could send it to some private people, but I mean, in this video, there, there were several people. In this, I mean, this is for real. This is documented. Many of them, including doctors, medical practitioners, who died because they took the vaccine. Now, it, could be, it might be debatable, because they would never show it. They would, I mean, they would, it won't be able to make it to the news. But there are some people, private people, who are bold enough to expose such kind of manipulation. 
You see, we can never look at anything. We can never look at man. We can never look at medicine. We can never look at a pill. We can never look at a tree. We can never look at a flower. We can never look at whatever as the source of healing. Just like the source of our prosperity, we can never look at the kind of job you have. Just like prosperity, you can never look at kung anong klaseng edukasyon mayroon ka, that's why you're prospering. No, let me tell you, I mean, the top 10 of multi-millionaires or billionaires today in the world are not even highly educated. I mean, who's this Tesla guy? Elon. Elon Musk. It's not highly, I mean, he might be an engineer, but it, I mean, engineering is not the highest education in the world. I mean, Jeff Bezos is not, does not have the highest, in, I mean, education. You see, hindi mo pwedeng tingnan na kung saan ka nag-aral ng university, yun ang dahilan ng inyong pagginhawa. At kung ikaw ay nag-aral sa pinaka the best medical school in the world, then you're the best doctor in the world. Listen to me. I know that in the hands of doctors, Kung mayroong silang isang daan pasyente, I know that lots of them have died. Kung hindi man mahigit 50, I mean, yung, yung 20, out of 100, yung 20, marami-rami na yun. But no one had ever died in the hands of the Lord. No one. No one had ever died. I mean, why would someone die in the hands of the Lord when death does not have any access to God? It cannot even come close to God. How many of you know that life always overcomes death? Our God is a God of life. The devil is a devil of death. And therefore, when somebody dies, they die in the hands of the devil. But good for us Christians because, I mean, when we die, I mean, it's a decision that we make. We give up the ghost and say, I'll see you, Jesus, face to face. But for an unbeliever, I mean, they die in the hands of the, of the devil. So, looking, parang, parang nilalahat na rin natin, Although kung mayroong matinding pang ilangan ng tao ngayon, ito'y healing. But nilalahat natin because you can never look at any man, you can never look at any woman, you can never look at any course, you can look at any business or any job or anything as the source of the one that you needed to have. Because God is telling us, I'm the one. And God, He's not only telling us I'm the one, but God is telling us I'm responsible. I brought you into this world and I am responsible of meeting all of your needs. I, I don't believe God, God is saying, bahala sa I, I don't think. Because to say bahala, that means he's not even sure. Or we are not even sure. But God is saying, I'm your Jehovah Rapha. I'm your Jehovah Jireh. I'm your Jehovah Shalom. In, in the midst of confusion, in the midst of trouble, I'm your peace. In the midst of sickness, I'm your healing. In the midst of sadness, I'm your joy. In the midst of lack, I'm your prosperity. I'm your abundance. You see, God is saying, I'm responsible for you guys. 
Huwag mong ilagay sa sarili mong mga kamay ang responsibilidad para sa sarili mo. I'll take care of you. I love you so much that I gave my only begotten son for you. I've given him up for you all. And why would I not give you all things? Bakit hindi ko ibibigay sa iyong lahat? Including healing, including prosperity, including so many things. So, Matthew 24, 26 says, Therefore, if they say to you, Look, he's in the desert. Don't go there. People would say, Nasa aguo ang inyong healing. Nasa antipulo ang inyong healing. Nasa pinyapransya ang inyong healing. I mean, I don't know why all of these sites na tatakbuhan for your healing are all in Luzon. You don't find them in Visayas and Mindanao. I mean, you'll never hear, hindi ka makakarinig in Mindanao would say, let's go to the new Jerusalem in Davao. Because there's, we can find healing. I mean, maring hindi nyo alam, ang Jerusalem ay nasa Davao na po. Dahil ang may-ari ng mundo ay nandoon nakatira. So, sabi nga niya, pag hindi siya, nakama, pag hindi siya makahanap ng matinong presidential siya itatakbo. Tumakbo na ang may-ari. Kailangan pa ba tumakbo ang may-ari? Okay. I mean, election time kasi. And so, you don't necessarily hear it in, hear it in Mindanao, Visayas in Mindanao. There was one particular guy who is now gone to be with the Lord who was used by God tremendously in signs, wonders, and miracles, but never you would hear, let's go to his meeting. Let's go to that brother. Let's go to that pastor. Let's go to that evangelist and let him, let him pray for us. No. I mean, I, I don't know why in Luzon, people are so susceptible to religious belief that because there is a statue that is crying with blood, I mean, that blood can bring healing to the sea. Now, mayroon bang gumagaling? Well, Anuman ang paniniwala, ang Diyos man ang paniwalaan mo o hindi, mayroon kang makukuha. But yun nga ang tanong is, will you keep your healing? Will your healing be a testimony of the goodness of God? Will your healing be a quinto that nailalagay sa maalaala mo kaya? Or mailagay sa ano pa yung, isa wala na yung kabila, wala na no? Yung kay Charo? Ade, ini kay Charo yung maalala mo kaya ay kay Milchanko yung magpakaila. I mean, yung mga buhay natin sa kagalingan, pinagaling tayo naman, ay dapat na ilalagay doon. To give glory to God. Not to give glory to ourselves, but to give glory to God. Telling everybody that if God did it with me, He will do it with you. I mean, very recently, Dahil nakita ko si Irvin, very recently, si Irvin ay was hospitalized. At ang pinakababang level ng kanyang, ng kanyang platelet ay umabot ng 43 ang baba. I mean, that's why sabi ng doktor, nagkaroon siya ng acute. Na, you see, sa kalagitnaan na gustong malaman na si Irvin ay nagpositive dahil yun ang matunog. Dalang bisis nag-swab dahil yun ang gustong malaman, gustong mat- I mean, he was healed already. The virus does not have any power to touch him anymore. I mean, medical-wise, 
They said, I mean, medical wife, medicine said, once you have recovered from the virus, from the infection, you have developed an in antibody in you, and that antibody can come against all the other virus. It does not matter if even Delta virus will come your way. will no longer affect you. And so, I mean, just trying to find out that he was infected. He was infected. I mean, the long business. But then, it, he was infected by another thing. Mayroong naligaw at nangursunadang lamok sa kanya. Kaya nga siniguro namin right after he was discharged, siniguro namin, buhay, patay na ba yung lamok na yun? And so, 40, 43 yung pinakamababa. And so, the doctor said, acute. Ano, ano naman siguro natin kung ibig sabihin na acute? Acute dinggi. It, it could have affected his kidney, it could have affected his liver, but let me tell you, I mean, in just less than 48 hours, his platelet went up to 211, right? 211. And the doctor was surprised. What's the wonder? I mean, to me, it should not be a wonder because I've seen it over and over again. I've seen healing. I've seen God heals people. So it's not a wonder to me. It's a praise the Lord. It's glory to God. It is a testimony. Do not just keep your testimony to yourself. Let the world know. Oh, Pastor Tom, I don't have a platform. Come here. I have, come here, Irvin. I have a platform for you. Come here. Tell everybody, come. Or maybe, I think hindi ikaw ang kinakaban si Sharon. At, Sharon, join your husband here. Kinabahan ka ba siya? Come, come, come. Pastor Tom, I don't have a platform to let to tell the whole world. I mean, pwede kang karamihan, kung hindi man lahat, karamihan sa atin ay may Facebook page. You can go Facebook Live yourself. You don't have to pay for anything. You don't, hindi mo kailangan magaling mag-English because hindi man mga English speaking ang mga audience mo. I mean, mag-Facebook Live ka. I'm here to tell you what the Lord has done. And they're here to tell us what the Lord has done. Hello po. Good morning po sa lahat. <laughs> Nagpapayat lang po sa hospital actually. Hindi, um, talagang ano, it's been talagang glory sa Panginoon lahat po na nangyari. Um, kagaya nga nabanggit kayo ni Pastor na ang unang, tawag dito, yung unang atake sa akin ng mga doktor, ang tinitignan nila is more on uh, covid so sabi ko, sabi ko nga, sabi ko hindi to COVID kasi iba yung pakiramdam ko. Sabi ko hindi to COVID. So after several days nga, yun nga, bumaba na yung platelet ko. Uh, nag-abot siya ng 43. Pero talagang sa glory talaga at grace ng Panginoon, grabe talaga yung miracle na ginawa ng Panginoon na within, actually parang 3 days ako na 58, 56, 43. Bilang all of a sudden, nag-shoot up. Actually, kahit yung doktor nagulat. Uh, they are about to um, um, sabihan ako na mag-order na ako ng dugo for transfusion actually. Pero, kumbaga, kinabukasan dapat nandun na yung dugo. So, yung, the day after yung kukuha na ako ng dugo, nagulat yung doktor, bakit biglang nag-104? Tama na? Parang nag-104 agad yung 
yung dugo ko, yung platelet. And then all of a sudden, just a span of half a day, biglang nag 2 Kaya sabi sa akin nung, actually tatlo yung doktor na tumingin sa akin, merong cardiologist, may internist, tsaka infectious disease doctor. Sabi, nagulat lahat sila, sabi niya, sige na, umuwi ka na bukas. <laughs> so right there and then, kinabukas, sabi ko, set niyo na yung bill, uwi na ako, ayoko na dito. So talagang ano, it's, a, it's really a miracle, tama po yung binanggit ni Pastor, tsaka yung tinuturo po dito. Actually, yung healing natin eh, just, actually it's in our hands na talagang healing. It's just for us to activate it over our life. Na no matter what, kumbaga, wag nating tignan kung ano yung nararamdaman natin. I know there may mga sickness and diseases na nakapaligid. Anytime. Ayun. May maramdaman tayo sa ating katawan, pero wag nating hayaan yung nararamdaman natin would, would lower our um, faith sa Panginoon. Diba? Kumbaga, yun, yun, kailangan talagang panghawakan pa rin natin kung ano yung um, tinuturo dito sa pulpito, ano yung sinasabi sa Bible. Because our healing had been Um, met already 2,000 years ago. That's what we believe in. And even my wife, yun din yung pinaniniwalaan namin, yun yung pinangahawakan namin. Yung pagpapa-hospital is just, ano lang eh, yung baga parang ma-manage ka lang eh. Pero it's not really about losing your faith kaya ka nagpa-hospital. But it's more about i-manage, makontrol kung ano yung dapat makontrol. So, And but yet, ang pinaniniwalaan natin ng ating healing po ay eh, nanggagaling po sa Panginoon. Even the provision actually, um, even though meron po akong HMO, pero hindi naman po lahat covered, pero actually, labis-labis pa po yung uh, provision ng Panginoon sa, sa life namin, mag-asawa. Ewan ko siya, kung may sasabihin po. Hello. Una po talaga, nung Wednesday, ah, uh... Medyo nagpanik talaga ako, nagpaalam kagad ako kay tita. Si tita yung una ko nakita sa CR. So nagpaalam ako nung nagsabi siya na nilalagnat daw siya. Uh, giniginaw siya. So umuwi ako. <laughs> Pag uwi ko, hindi ko siya pinuntahan. Para akuntahan na. Being okay ka lang sa, sa, <laughs> sa bintana. Kasi isip ko, baka positive. Yun yung kagad na isip ko. So yung week na po yun, struggle for me. Kasi nakikita ko na nahihirapan siya. na ayoko din magpakita na nahihirapan or naawa din ako sa sitwasyon niya. But yung Wednesday na yon hindi aksidente na nung umaga pa lang, pinirinta na kami ni Tita Tess ng God's Medicine. Pinaalala sa akin ni Tita Tess na siya, declare mo yung God's Medicine. So kahit apat na pages siya, kasi nasa kwarto siya, ako lang yun nandun sa labas, I declare war. Nag-declare ako doon, Uh, binasa ko yon and then I pray. Good thing na nasa loob siya, ako yung nasa sala na nagmo-monitor lang. Then dumating yung time na hindi ko na matiis na hindi lumapit sa kanya kasi sobrang sakit na yung likod niya. Sabi ko na, ito na naman. Pero nga, ang isang natutunan ko, yes, we always declare healing but your declaration dapat nag-jive into your action. Hindi pwedeng magkahiwala yon na hindi hindi pwedeng na may nakita ka uh, in your natural eyes na ay ahalo ko ba okay na to nagdeclare na ako bakit ganito pa rin si kasi kung makikita nagsabi nga si Miguel mami bakit ganun si daddy yung buong katawan niya pulang-pula kaya pala pulang-pula siya kasi ang taas ng fever niya ang taas pa ng BP niya nung, nung yung tuwing yung tuwing 
uh, madaling araw, nagising kaming dalawa. Every time na ibibipi ko siya, hindi, hindi ako makapagsalita kasi sabi niya, mataas bibi ko. Hindi ko masabi na, oh, 190 over 110, sabi ko sa kanya. Sabi niya, ah, oh, okay. Nakita ko naman na cool siya. Pero uh, after nun talaga, grabe yung speaking tongues ko, grabe yung battle ko spiritual. Um, and God is good na hindi niya po kami binigo. Yun yung dininabi ko, Lord, di ba, you will never put us into shame. I declare that my husband is the healed of the Lord. May time na pa nga na sinabi niya na na-review ko ako na, ano ka ba? Hindi ako positive, sabi niya sa akin. Diba, dineclare na nag-pray na tayo na negative. Sabi ko, oo nga naman. And everything talaga na smooth, pati yung pagtawag ko sa hospital, yun yung isang uh, na na-trauma ko noon. Alam na natin ko ano yung before na nangyari na pagtatawag ako, pupunta ako na hospital na baka i-reject sa Irvine. Pero alam niyo po ba, smooth, sila pa yung tumawag sa akin. Ma'am, basta pag lumabas na yung swab test, punta kayo. Pagdating namin doon, nakaupo lang kami. Naghintay lang kami. Um, tama po yun. Provision, everything well provided. Yung week na yon honestly, uh, nandun na kami sa budget na uh, magsusweldo na kasi uh, paubos na. Pero hindi kami pinabayaan ng Panginoon. Even sa bahay na provide po, hindi po kami nagutom. And sabi nga po ni Irvin, labis pa. Labis pa. Kasi yun yung, yun yung pangako ng Panginoon eh. Just believe in everything. Uh, God will do the work. All you have to do is believe. Yun lang po. And just ano lang, isang word na lang po. Ano. Siguro, um, if ever nga na ganun na meron tayong nararamdaman, Let us not always put our guard down. Kailangan yung yung ating faith, yung ating prayer, yung ating kung ano yung pinaninindigan natin, panghawakan natin. Huwag po nating hayaan na ay nako nahirapan na ako, mamamatay na ako siguro. Huwag po ganoon. <laughs> Let us always be on actually yung yung topic ng yung armor of God, it's really putting your guard on up. Eh. Kailangan laging nakataas yung naka-on-guard tayo. Whatever the attack of the devil is, kahit anumang bagay yan, kung ang guard natin laging nakataas, walang panama yan sa, sa kung ano yung binigay na sa atin ng Panginoon over the years. So, thank you very much po, Pastor. Praise the Lord. Doc, you're next, ha? Huh? Not now, you're ne- but you're next. You'll be next. Huh? You'll be next. Praise the Lord. Deal, deal yan, deal. You'll be the next. And the whole world will know how powerful our God is. Praise the Lord. So, nasa panahon na tayo. Look! Andito yung solusyon, andito yung tugon, andito. But the Word of God says, do not believe it. Do not believe. Now, later on sa pag-aaral patungkol sa pag-receive ng healing, God may use some point of contacts. But it's not the point of contact itself that brings healing. Like medicine, a medicine can be a point of contact. But it's not the medicine that brought healing to your body. I mean, thank God for medicine, but hindi mo pwedeng ang mga mata mo nandoon. You know why? Dahil mabubuhay ka hanggang mamatay ka, I mean, you would take that medicine palagi mong inumin. What if they, they run out of stock? 
Maubusan sila ng stock. Tapos ka na. So, look. Ano sabi natin? What does looking means? It means to be occupied. It means to be influenced with what you are looking at. It also means attention. I mean, sa isang, isang araw sa Holy Ghost Blast, we talked about Proverbs chapter 4. We have to pay attention. Now, when we pay attention to God, we have to give Him our undivided attention. How many of you know you cannot, hindi ka pwedeng makapakinig ng dalawang taong nagsasalita at maintindihan mo kahit isa sa kanila kung ano ka lang sinasabi sa'yo? I mean, the Lord does not want us to be confused. Kaya nga itong problema. When, when, you are, when you have listened to God or when you are looking to God and yet you are making a glance on something else, you will never know what to believe. Okay, sabihin na lang natin because ang looking dito does not only mean by your eyes because the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. The word sight there doesn't mean eyes. The word sight there means senses. Including hearing. See, God is telling you, I'm the Lord that healeth you. But then you've heard the doctor said you are sick and you're going to be sick forever. Now, you cannot go back and forth. Hindi ka pwedeng pakinggan mo ang Panginoon and then pakinggan yung sinabi ng doktor. Hindi mo, hindi mo malalaman kung saan ka lulugar. Hindi mo malalaman kung saan mo ilalagay ang pananampalataya mo. Do I have to believe that I'm already healed or do I have to believe that I will have this sickness and disease in my body as long as I live? Well, the Bible tells us when you are double-minded, you are unstable in all your ways and you are not going to receive anything from God. Hindi mo matatanggap. Well, I'm going ahead of myself because I have four points here concerning receiving your healing but Looking is so important. Maaring mayroong kumukuha ng new attention. Look. Like, katulad na sinabi dito. Look. Halika, tingin ka. Lumingon ka. Well, kahit sa paglingon, I mean, you should never dare. But Pastor Tom, I'm strong enough. Andyan ka naman, linggo-linggo mo kaming pinangangaralan, it's okay lang na makinig ako or tumingin ako sa negatibo. I mean, mayroon tayong dalawang set of eyes. Mayroon tayong dalawang set of eyes. Yung unang set of eyes na mayroon tayo, which we have become more conscious and aware of, that has brought so much trouble in our life, is actually a set of eyes that, be- that makes you become aware of the negative. Kaya nga nakakalungkot. This, eyes, this set of eyes has made you to become aware of the negative, but you are so concerned, you are so aware of the positive. I mean the COVID. Because even, even being positive with COVID, you are looking at it, what would be the negative effect in your life? You're going to die. You're going to be intubated. You're going to be... I mean, your, your days are numbered. Mayroong impact ang negative. Why? Because you use that this negative set of eyes are actually the, our natural eyes. It makes, us be, it makes us aware of the negative world. But we have another set of eyes which is the eyes of faith. 
And faith makes us to become aware of the positive. And so if you keep looking back and forth to the negative and the positive, you will never know which one to believe. You are unstable. You will never know which one to hold on. You will never know which one to stand on. And if we live our life that way, I mean, it's so sad because if you're a Christian, that would bring shame to the name of Jesus. Really? How many people have died today that they say, Akala ko ba ang Diyos nyo ay nagpapagaling? Bakit ganyan ka pa rin? Now, ang fault is not with God. And, and fault is not with the devil because the devil knows you already are the healed of the Lord. But are you fully convinced that you are the healed of the Lord and no matter what kind of sickness that the devil may try to bring you, you can say, no! Not this body because this body has been ransomed. This body has been paid for. This body has been bought with a price. And therefore, I will glorify God not just in my spirit, but I will glorify God in my body. So, let's go to Hebrews chapter 12. I mean, not 12, 11. Chapter 11, verse 27. Now, it's not always easy. Having our, our eyes, having our looks fixed on God is not always easy. Kasi, I mean, we are human beings din naman eh. We're, we're not just spiritual beings eh. At hindi naman natin pwedeng i-neglect at i-deny. Hindi natin pwedeng i-deny na mayroong, mayroong problema ang mundo ngayon sa pangangatawan at kahit sa pag-iisip. Pero katulad ng ating kinanta kanina, I mean, we've seen mental health restored, we've seen cancer disappear, I mean, we've, we've seen all kinds of things like that. Your awareness of the negative should never made you look at it. Ang kamalayan mo, patungkol sa negatibong nangyayari, ay hindi pwedeng papayagan mo na ang mga matamoy doon na nakatutok. As a matter of fact, being aware of your condition should give you enough courage to tell your condition, to tell your physical body that the name of Jesus is the greatest name of all. And if whatever name may run ang yung physical condition, then you can call that name out and said you have to bow down at the name of Jesus. You have to call that name out and say, I rebuke you. I command you to go. I command you to leave. I command you to depart in Jesus' name. Not just allowing, not just allowing that negative feeling or negative sight that you see na manuot para kahit pati ang pananampalataya mo ay naapiktuhan na. So it's, it's not always easy. Ang chapter 11 ng Hebrews are people, men and women, who have walked by faith. They did not live an easy life. At dito, it's, it's talking about Moses. Verse 27 says, By faith, Moses forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. How many of you know there is a physical threat today in our bodies? There are physical threats. There are financial threats. I mean, sa mundo, mayroong mga banta. As a matter of fact, 
ang, ang threat ay hindi lamang nakatuon lang sa physical. There are people today in America that have lost their job. Because their company does not want them anymore because they were not vaccinated. I mean, I thank God that there are lawyers in the Philippines who can take care of that kind of case, which, according to, of course, there are lawyers in America, but it's time to be bold of what we know concerning our rights and our freedom as a citizen of this land. Yung hindi ka napapapasukin sa trabaho dahil hindi ka vaccinated. I mean, that's unconstitutional. Now, of course, kung ikaw ay prove prove na empleyado, then they, actually anytime they can kick you out. But if you are a regular employee, you are committed to the company and the company has committed to you, they cannot just kick you out. Unless, unless you've done something that would detriment the situation of the company. But of course, I mean, the threat is losing your job, losing your business. I think I've heard in the Philippines, one city said, they are not going to renew your business permit not until you are vaccinated. I mean, it's a threat. It's a real threat. But you cannot just give in to the threat. Hindi ka pwedeng gagawin mo na lamang ang labag sa conviction mo dahil gusto mo lamang makuha ang gusto nila. I mean, if we're going to compromise our freedom, because they do not want us to be practicing our faith, if we will compromise our freedom, then we will never be able to get it back any moment. If we are going to let the tyrant rule over us, they are not going to give, give us back the freedom that we used to have. And that's why we have to come against tyranny. Now, this is not, this is not political or governmental tyranny, and this is not even medical tyranny. This is, I mean, this is a tyranny that, was, that originates from the devil. He wants to control people. He wants to manipulate people. The devil is not happy when you are free. The devil is not happy when you are doing what you were created to do. He's not happy. He don't like it. And so he, want, he wants you to be in his control. But you have to understand, we're not robots. We're not puppets. We're human beings. And every human being has the prerogative to choose. You have all the right. I mean, people would say, but the Bible tells us to submit ourselves to the government. Okay, now, can you please tell that to the church in China? Sabihin mo ang church sa China that they have to submit to the government. Why do we have many underground churches in China? Because they don't have to submit to a tyrant government. They don't have to submit 
Christians are not supposed to submit to an evil government. Ikaw na may asawa. Asawa mo believer. Of course, you recognize your husband as the head. Your head. You as the neck. Babae liig. Well, I cannot give you a scripture reference to that, but the Bible tells us the man is the head of the wife. Would you, ikaw ang kristyano, babae, would, would you let your husband tell you everything what you're supposed to do? And you would do it? Lahat ng kanyang sabihin, kasama dito ang hindi ka na mag-church? Kasama dito ang hindi ka na magbasa ng Biblia? Well, Pastor Tom, kasi the Bible says, submit to your husband. Will you submit to an ungodly, evil, I mean, hellish, demonic, demonic husband? Listen to me. If you, if you are submitting yourself to your husband who is demonic, then you are submitting to the devil instead of submitting to God. Well, Pastor Tom, I'm doing everything my husband tells me to do because I have a desire that I may be able to win him to the Lord. Listen to me. It's not compromising your faith that will win him to the Lord. It's not doing everything he's telling you to do that will win him to the Lord. Show him the light. And light will never in any way compromise kahit anong kapal ng dilim. The light will never compromise. Hello? You see, kahit ikaw ay isang kandila lamang pag ipasok ka sa napakakapal na dilim, hindi kailanman ang kandila ay magiging dilim. Of course, ang may sinding kandila, may, sin, may, may kandila na sinindihan. It always overcomes, it always invades whatever darkness there is in a room. And that's what we are supposed to be as Christians. Well, Pastor Tom, kung, kung lalabas na para kang, parang kumukontra ka sa gobyerno. No! If there's anything that is supposed to be working hand in hand with the government, it is the church. But if the church is not working hand in, I mean, if the, if the government is not working hand in hand with you, you cannot comply. Because you, we are all supposed to be working hand in hand with God. You cannot hold the hands of the Lord on your right hand and then hold the hands of the devil on the left. No local government should tell us how many people should be allowed inside a building. Now, they can do that sa restaurants. They can do that sa business. We're not a business. We're the body of Christ. Now, but I'm not telling you let's fill this place up. I'm not telling you that even, in fact, we do not even have to announce it I don't have even to say it because some of you are still afraid. Some of you are still afraid to come to church. Oh, I pray that you will be completely delivered from fear. Actually, if, you, if you, all of you come, come to the church, it's not just going to be put in jail. I will be the one. So why should you be afraid? Kung mangyari man, I mean, hindi kayo nguhuliin. Ako nguhuliin. Hey, Pastor Tom, we don't want you to go to jail. Okay, you can stay at home. Ang cute mo. Akala mo mahal na mahal mo ako. 
Dahil ayaw mo akong gusto. Itulak mo ako. Let me go to jail. But let me remind you, I cannot go to jail because we are in a free country. Doing, doing my religious right as a minister of God. I know the, not, not all religious people will agree with me because the other day there were 17 seminarians who got infected and two priests, dalawang pari, who got infected. I mean, itong pandemic na ito, magdadalawang taon na, wala ka pa bang natutunan? Hindi mo, hindi mo pa ba alam kung paano mo tatalunin ang pandemyang ito? Ang virus na ito? Hindi mo pa rin ba alam na kahit ka naghihingalong, mayroon kang pwedeng ilagay sa ilalim ng dila. Sa isang pasyente. <laughs> Pagkatapos ang tao ay malulunasan. Wala pa bang, I mean, naniniwala pa rin ba tayo na kailangan tayong mag-hospitalize? Na, naniniwala pa rin ba tayo na kailangan tayong maturukan or ma-intubate? Samantalang, I mean, there is something that can stop actually the virus from touching our bodies. Naniniwala pa rin ba tayo na ang virus na ito ay mayroon pa rin kakayanang pumatay sa atin samantalang 93% had actually survived. Now, the reason why I say survive is because they, that's what they use, survive. But we are not survivors. We're overcomers. So, nasaan nandoon ang ating mga mata? Are we, are we looking at the things that tells us, that makes us to become aware of the negative? Or are we using our eyes? You see, it's up to us. Tayo ang pwedeng, tayo lamang ang, kahit anong gawin ng jablong ipakita sa atin ang negatibo. Kung pipiliin natin, natutukan ang positibo, walang magagawa ang jablo. Pero kahit din naman kung gaano kapositibo ang ipinapakita ng Painon sa atin, kung pipiliin natin na tumingin sa negatibo, hindi, hindi tayo pipirasahin ng Painon. I mean, gamitin natin ang ating freedom to choose. Not only for our own advantage, but for the advantage of the kingdom, because the kingdom of God has been suffering violence. Since the day of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God has been suffering violence. Had lots, I mean, maraming kinaharap na threats. But the word of God says, the violent men, which is the church, which is you, which is me, the violent men are taking it by force. Which we believe that the force that we have is more powerful than whatever force there is in the world. Amen. So, Moses, he knew there was fear that would creep in because of the wrath of the king. But, he forsook Egypt in a way. Of course, he has to endure. I mean, isn't so nice? Isn't so wonderful that the first few months of this year, we have to be taught, we have to be taught about reveling and persevering? How wonderful God is. He had prepared us. He had prepared us to endure. He knows that something evil is coming. He knows something bad is on its way. But, Moses endured. Why did he endure? Because his eyes was on him. Why did you endure? 
Because your eyes is on Jesus. Why did Ariel endure? Her eyes is on God. Not on the situation, not on me, not... I mean, why did Pastor Sherwin endure? Their eyes are not on anything. Although many people are not happy with what they're doing. But it does not matter as long as God is happy. Because faith, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So, if you have faith and it pleases God, that means you are bringing displeasure to others. But who cares? Who cares if the devil is not happy with you? Who cares if the cohorts of the devil is not happy with you? As long as you know for sure that God is happy, so pleased, He's glorified. Now, if heaven is happy with you, that should settle the issue. He endured. And the reason why he endured is because he was seeing him. He was paying attention. He was expecting. He has great expectancy. He was looking to God. And by his looking to God, he was fully occupied. He don't have... Wala sang lugar para sa whatever he needs, he wants to see. He was pretty much occupied and influenced by God. Have you ever been occupied and fully influenced by God in your life? Kung hindi mo matukoy, kung hindi mo mahanap, if there was once upon a, upon a time, it's about time. It's about time that our lives should be fully occupied and should be fully influenced by God and by God alone. Because if we will give a space, that's why Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27 says, do not give place to the devil. You see, you don't have to give him a big space. He can only find a little space. Malit lamang na butas at gagamitin niya yung butas na yun para palakihin ang butas na yun so that he could begin to take over your attention, your sight, I mean your senses, and that you become more aware of what you feel, you become more aware of what you see with your natural eyes, you become more aware of what you hear with your natural ears, you become more aware of what you smell, but you should not be moved by any. You should only be moved by what the Word of God says. I mean, it's about time. If we have not been fully influenced and occupied by God, it's about time. I believe in these last days, there will, there will be many who claim to be Christians, but like what the, what the Word of God already had said, I mean, many will depart from the faith. Because they don't have their eyes on Jesus. They're not looking to the one. They are not looking to the one that their eyes are supposed to be looking at. 2 Corinthians. Now, take note, huh? he endured. Because, Mo going back to Moses, he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Seeing him who, how can you see something invisible? Well, like what I've said, we have two sets of eyes. How many of you know that you have an eye that has actually an optic nerve? Mayroon kang mata na mayroong optic nerve. 
Which is why you become aware of the natural. You become aware of the negative. It is your optic nerve that sees it. How many of you know that as a man and woman of faith, it does not matter if you see with your optic eye or if you see with the eye of faith, you actually see the same thing. You know why? Because as far as your optic nerve is concerned, faith is this. We are, we are, we are God's people. We are, God, we are people of faith. It does not matter what, what your optic eye observes. Faith is this. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Hindi nagbabago ang pananampalataya mo. What you see with your natural eyes should never change your faith. What faith should do, it should change what your optic nerve sees. How, how, how can that happen? Well, it, it can only happen when you realize that you have another set of eyes and these eyes are actually called enlightened eyes. You remember Ephesians chapter 1? When the Apostle Paul prayed for the Christians in Ephesus that their eyes may be enlightened? Remember that? Enlightened eyes. Your optic eyes makes you aware of the natural things. Your enlightened eyes makes you aware of the spiritual things. Now, I want you to understand that the natural eyes are natural and they are real. But you also have to understand that when you are enlightened in your eyes, spiritual things become more real. Because natural things are temporary. While eternal things, spiritual things are eternal. So, as anang ating awareness, are we more aware of our optic nerve or are we more aware of our enlightened eyes? And hindi mo naman pwedeng sabihin, sana wala na lang akong optic nerve. Then you won't be able to come to church without somebody guiding you, leading you here. Then you won't be able to go to grocery store without somebody guiding you, leading you. No, optic nerve is still a blessing. It should never hinder us from receiving whatever God has. It should never hinder us from receiving the healing that God had said in His Word we already have. He already has given us. But we have to activate our enlightened eyes. Here is what the enlightened eyes would say. You see, the optic nerve will say, or faith would say, you, even with the optic nerve, would say, faith is the evidence of things you do not see. Even if you see nothing concerning God's promises, even if you see nothing concerning the fulfillment of whatever God had said, I already have done, I already have given you, but because you're living in faith, you never listen to your optic nerve. Your enlightened eyes would say, faith is the evidence of things seen. Now, you, you must see the difference, huh? An optic nerve will say, faith is the evidence you do not see. But the enlightened eyes will say, faith of the evidence you do see. Because faith really sees 
Ang pananampalataya ay nakakakita. Hindi po bulag ang ating pananampalataya. Hindi po tayo nangangapa sa pananampalataya. Your eyes sees. What do you see? You see healing. What do you see with your enlightened eyes? You see life. You see prosperity. You see health. You see blessing. You see abundance. I mean, you see peace. You see joy. You see strength. You see wisdom. You see everything that God has. That's what your enlightened eye sees. And listen to me. That's why we have to let our enlightened eyes rule over us. Because if we're going to live a life that is ruled by, our, by, the, by the eyes, our natural eyes which has, which has optic nerve, then we will be ruled by the negative. And if we are ruled by the negative, then we are... With the natural, we will be ruled by the negative. And if we will be ruled by the negative, then we will be able, hindi natin maipamumuhay ang buhay na mayroon ng Panginoon para sa atin. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. I would like to read, I would like to read from the Amplified Classic. I mean, if you don't know that you have another set of eyes, it's time for you to know. Because I tell you, if you're only using one set of eyes, it's the one that is causing all kinds of trouble coming your way. I mean, you are in a situation the way you are because of what eyes you have been using or that single eye that you have been using. Since we consider and look, come on, somebody say look. I mean, isn't, isn't that everything that God has created are good-looking, beautiful? I mean, that's what the Word of God says. He had created everything beautiful. I'm not, it's not wrong if I say I'm a good-looking man, like Mervic would always do it. I mean, that's not wrong when he always say that. Kayo mga ninong at ninang ni Mervic, di ba? Amen kayo? Mervic is good-looking. Ang lakas eh. Ang lakas. Since we consider and look not to the things that are seen. Your laboratory test says this is. This is it. This is your actual physical condition. Written in the test are facts. But we are not supposed to live our lives in facts. We are supposed to live our life in truth. I always believe the truth are greater and more powerful than facts. Because what happened to facts, no matter how good facts are or no matter how serious facts are today, eventually it will change. But the truth is, that's why truth is more powerful than facts, because no matter if the facts had changed, the truth will remain. Look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. Now, here you go again. How can we see things we do not see? Now, it's, it, you, sinabi ko na kanina, you are not supposed to deny what you see with your natural eyes. But rather, because you see them with your natural eyes, 
It should give you more freedom and confidence to confront them so that you'll be able to tell what you see to change and that if it is in your physical body, you can tell your body to align with the Word of God. Align yourself. Align brain. Align with the Word of God. Eyes align with the Word of God. Ears align with the Word of God. Truth, neck, align with the Word of God. Heart, lungs, kidney, liver, pancreas. I mean, intestines, stomach, small and big intestines. I mean, line up with spleen. I mean, gallbladder. I mean, bladder. You can make your bladder gladder. I mean, line up with the Word of God. If there's anything, if there's any... Ang tawag nitong... An, an identified object floating in your body, then you can begin to tell it to go and leave. He does not belong in your body. Lump, tumor, growth is not part of our body. I mean, the only growth you're supposed to accept is if you're a man, you should have a growth here. <laughs> Which is they called Adam's, Adam's apple. But any, anything that's not of God should not be given entry to our body. And I know it's hard to do it if you are giving entry to negative in your head. So don't give it an entry in your head, Muna. And then as you stay sanctified in your head, then you can tell whatever there is in your body to, to now live and be gone. And be gone forever, never to return. Or if you want to send that growth, or if you want to send that, meron akong word na hindi ko masabi. Yung, nabanggit ko kanina, an identified object, but it's, it's something else. Something in your body, it's, it's not supposed to be there. Then you can tell it, if you don't want it, to just leave your body, then give it a direction where to go. Oh, Pastor Tom, is that how powerful you think we are? Yes! Tell that growth, tell that tumor, tell that extra flesh that's not supposed to be there to go. And you may want to give it a direction. You know, you know where you should let that growth go? You have to tell it to go back to where it's come from. And we all know sickness and disease, all sickness and disease comes from the devil. Tell it to go back to the devil. And never to return in your body. I mean, I don't get tired testifying about how the Lord healed me. That when, after I got healed, I shared it with the pastor. The pastor said, you know, it will record every 11 years. And this has been more than three decades already. That have stayed healed. He said, that kind of sickness will recur every... I mean, this is a pastor. I thought he was, he was supposed to be bringing some good news to me, but he brought some bad news. I mean, that's why I said, just as you do not want to believe every pastor, you do not have to believe every doctor, you don't have to believe every teacher, you don't have to believe every accountant, you don't have to believe every engineer, you don't have to believe every lawyer, but you have to make sure you believe this. Because this will never lie. God will never lie. 
Look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are visible are temporal. They are brief and fleeting. Your sickness does not have to stay with you forever. You, you should never listen to somebody giving you a life sentence with that disease. You will be sick with this kind of sickness forever. And then some doctor might say, I have a patient with the same thing that you have. I mean, they have to take this medicine because they have that sickness until they die. Only death. Kamatayan lamang ang makapagtatanggal ng sakit nito. Pero ano, ano ba naman ang silbi ng katawang patay sa mundo? Ano bang pakinaban ng katawang patay sa mundo? Wala ka nang sakit pero hindi ka naman makagalaw. I mean, it's good that you don't have any sickness and disease because you're in heaven. But when you are here on earth, you will be limited. Hindi mo mamamaximize ang dapat mong gawin, lalo't lalo na sa mission mo sa buhay. We all have an assignment. We have, all, we have an, a, a homework to do. Meron tayong dapat gawin. Now, kung ta, ta, paniniwalaan mo na, paniniwalaan mo yung death sentence, naalala niyo yung biro. Yung nagpa-doktor. Diba? Pagkatapos, sinintensyan siya ng doktor. Kaya, litong-lito siya paglabas sa clinic ng doktor. Kung anong kanyang gagawin, mayroon siyang kutsilyong dala, pumatay siya. So, kinasuhan siya. Ang sintensya ng kanyang... Ang sentensya ng abogado sa kanya mas maigi pa kaysa sentensya ng doktor. Sentensya siya ng life sentence pero buhay pa rin siya. Pero ang sentensya ng doktor patay na siya habang nabubuhay. Nasa bilangguan nga lang. Pero buhay pa. Pero, pero ang doktor sa patay ka na. Wala ka na. I mean, hindi ka na mabubuhay. Maaring buhay ka pero hindi ka na makakawala. Pero pag napagsilbihan yung same pasyente at kriminal, pag napagsilbihan niya ang kanyang sentensya sa makakalabas pa rin siya. Pero, hindi ka na kailanman makakalabas sa sentensya ng doktor dahil sinabihan ka na forever ka na doon. Forever ka na die. You now, you now have become a living dead. Huh? Okay, yeah, you remember that story. Sabi, sabi ng doktor, you only have three months to live. And then sabi ng abogado, life sentence. Yung bang kwento? Saan mo narinig yun? <laughs> Praise the Lord. See, we have to begin to shift. Kailangan natin baguhin ang ating mga pinagtutunan ng pansin. We have to come to a place where we are fully convinced. We are occupied. Nabanggit ko, I think last Sunday nabanggit ko, because we are fully occupied when somebody knock on the door, they would see the sign. No vacancy. Parehas sa construction, mayroong construction site. Mayroong mga naghahanap ng trabaho dahil mayroong daw job opening. 
Pero pagdaan sa isang construction site, walang opening because no vacancy. It should be, ganun dapat sa atin. We should, there should be no vacancy sa harapan natin that whenever the devil would knock on the door of our heart, the devil would be able to read no vacancy and because sometimes the devil don't know how to read, he will keep knocking until you open the door and so you have to tell the devil, can't you read? Hindi ka ba marunong magbasa? Let me remind you again. No vacancy. I am, all, all that I am is God's property. Ang buong pagkatao ko ay pagmamayari ng Diyos. That's why you don't have any place. Away. Leave. In Jesus' name. Isaiah 45, verse 22. Isaiah 45, verse 22. Look to me and be saved. Well, Pastor Tom, can a person be saved by just looking? Well, that's what the Word of God says. And in fact, if we would go back again to, to where Moses gumawa ng brazen serpent, right? Which was symbolic to Christ's death in Calvary. That was symbolic. Kung babalikan natin yun, yes, by looking, a man or a woman can be saved. Can be saved from what? You can be saved from sin. You can be saved from sickness. You can be saved from disease. You can be saved from fear. You can be saved from poverty. You can be saved from lack. You can be saved from depression. You can be saved from being I mean, in captivity of the enemy. Yes, look to me, God said. You don't have to look to anywhere else. And that's why how many times did God told Joshua... Do not look to the left. Do not look to the right. Do not look, but look right in front of you. Look ahead. Look to me and be safe. All you ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. Kahit anong pansin ang gustong kumuha sa atin, we would never, because we know that we know, ang ating Diyos ay walang kaparehas. I mean, we are preparing for the wedding feast of the Lamb. We're about to be married to the most perfect person that had ever lived on the face of the earth and have ever existed even before everything existed. But you don't want your eyes to be looking at another woman or another man before the marriage. Ayaw mong tumingin kahit sinong lalaki, kahit sinong babae dahil alam mo ang kasal mo sa mapapangasawa mo ay mangyayari sa oras na hindi mo alam ngunit ito'y pwedeng mangyari ngayon din. Na pagka ikaw ay nahuli na nakatingin sa ibang lalaki at sa ibang babae, hindi lamang nakasiping, kundi nakatingin. Ito'y pwedeng mag-disqualify sa iyo. You don't want that to happen to you. But Pastor Tom, sobra naman yan. Para naman yan sa... Ang, ang, ang kailangan ko healing. The same is true with healing. You might miss your healing because you are running here and there. 
I mean, kung babalikan natin yung Matthew 24, mayroong isang verse dyan na magsasabi, many of them will tell you, look, here, here is the Christ. And then they would say, look, there. You see, people will try para mawalang ating attention sa Panginoon. Situations, circumstances. I mean, everything on earth ay pwedeng gamitin ng kaaway para mawala ang ating pagtutok sa Panginoon. But, there's no beauty in anything. We should know that our God, there is nothing like our God. There is no other. Walang kaparehas, walang kapatay. Bakit ka pa titingin sa wala man sa kalingkingan ng Panginoon? Bakit ka pa maniniwala sa mayroong pangako sa iyo ngayon pero ang kanyang pangako ay napapako. Bakit ka patitingin sa iba samantalang ang Diyos ay tapat na pagka siya'y nangako ito'y kanyang gagawin at tutuparin. I believe it would be worth it if we would fix our eyes on Him. And that is only the first thing we should do in order for us to receive healing. That's not all. But let me go to the second one. After you have your eyes fixed or you look at Him or on God, at hindi ka nakatingin kahit kanino man, you don't even have to look at the promises that well-meaning people may try to give you. I mean, you might, you, might, you might have found a good doctor who, who really wants you to live and they don't want you to die. And they would say, well, I, I guess, I mean, I will give you six months and then the, the thing will be reversed. Even if they say that, you don't have, hindi mo pwedeng alisin ang pagtingin mo sa Panginoon at doon ka na sa kala. The same thing with somebody promise you promotion. The same thing promises, promise you, I mean, financial blessing. I mean, pag narinig mo yun sa tao, papasukin mo sa isang tanging palabasin. But you have to settle yourself sa harap ng Panginoon. Siya lamang ang panggagaling. Sa kanya lamang manggagaling ang iyong kagalingan. Sa kanya lamang manggagaling ang iyong prosperity. At kung mayroon nangangako sa iyo na tao, praise God. Kung walang nangangako, praise God pa rin. Dahil hindi naman nakatingin ang mga mata mo sa tao, kundi ang mga mata mo ay nakatingin sa Panginoon. But, it's, it's not just enough that you have, you're looking at God. It's not just enough that we have our eyes fixed on Him. Because the next thing that you should do is you should begin to call Him. So the next step to receiving your healing, call the healer. When you are sick, you call the doctor. Doctor, doctor, I am sick. I mean, call the doctor very quick. Teacher, teacher, I am sick. Call the doctor very quick. I mean, you, kahit anong pangailangan mo, you would call somebody you think would help you. And of course, maybe many of us have already been disappointed. Mayroon tayong pangailangan at ang ating natawagan ay inaasahan natin na pagbibigyan tayo sa kung anong ating kailangan pero tumalikod tayo na luhaan. God will never let you down. He's not gonna do it. He had not done it. He's not doing it. And He will not do it. He had not disappointed anyone. You know why? Because you can look at the scriptures. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. For whoever calls 
That's why after you have your eyes fixed on Him, don't shut your mouth. Move your lips. Move your tongue. Call on Him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now many times the word salvation and the word saved does not only implies being saved from hell. It also speaks about being healed and being healthy. It also speaks about prosperity, security, soundness, abundance, overflow. So when you call on the name of the Lord, what's the name of the Lord you're calling Him? If you're sick, you call Him Jehovah Rapha! If you are in financial challenge, you call him Jehovah Jireh. If you're confused, you call him Jehovah Shalom. He's not just a God of peace, but he is a God who made you to become that there's nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken with you. Jehovah Shalom. You can call him. I mean, he is the expert of all experts. He's not going to let you down. He's not going to turn you down. He's not going to disappoint you. He's not going to let you cry walking away from him. That's why the names I have mentioned are covenant names. At least you know for sure you have a covenant relationship with God. Because if you would say, but Pastor Tom, I have done that. I have called on Jehovah Rapha. Here am I. I'm still sick. Well, how many of you know that you cannot even use the call that name if you do not know you have a covenant relationship? Do you remember the woman who was bent over for 18 years? Alala yung kwento na yan, yung babae ay was bent over for 18 years. And Jesus said, she's not supposed to suffer that long. She's not supposed to suffer that way since she is a child of Abraham. How many of you know, if you are a child of God, you're not supposed to suffer any pain. You're not supposed to suffer any sickness and disease. But Pastor Tom, I know that, but why, why am I? Well, how many of you know that the Word of God is still true today, that the primary reason why God's people are destroyed are lack of knowledge. If you do not know that you do not have to be, you do not have any right to be sick anymore because you have a covenant with God just like Abraham had a covenant with God, you will always think it's okay to be sick. But if you have a covenant relationship with God, it's not okay. But Pastor Tom, what should I do? I'm sick. What should I do? The doctor says I'm sick. Well, you're asking me what you should do? Have your eyes. Look. And then call on the name. Knowing that you have a covenant relationship with God, you have all the right to use all the covenant names of God. 
You can name them day in, day out. You can, you, can, you can use the names of God for your benefit, and not just for your benefit, but even for the benefit of others. Well, I have screamed, I have hollered, I have shouted. I mean, naubos lang ang ko, but still, I don't get anything. Well, let man be a liar, but God be true. Because maybe, I'm just saying maybe, because we have four, four actually steps that we could receive our healing. And I believe if we can have these four, whatever kind of sickness you have in your body, that sickness and disease has to leave. If you think you inherited it from your parents, there's no such thing as inheritance in a sickness. Even if you, be, if you think that way, it should have been cut off already because the blood and the body of Jesus is more powerful than the blood of your parents that was passed on to you. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, this was not just mentioned once. Well, of course, it was first mentioned in Acts chapter 2, verse 21. You see, the woman that was bent over for 18 years probably do not know that part of her covenant relationship with God was healing and health. And so it took 18 years. And that's why Jesus said, Jesus touches the woman and said, be healed. In an instant, she was healed. And I'm going to show another illustration concerning calling of a man who understands the covenant, his covenant relationship with God. Verse 21 of Acts chapter 2, And it shall come to pass. It's now happening. Before it was just words, now it's happening. It's now for real. And it shall come to pass. That whoever calls on the name of the Lord, if you're lost, can be saved. If you're sick, can be healed. If you're poor, you can be made rich. If you're bound, you can be set free. If you're broken, you can be restored. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, you have to call the name of the Lord in particular. You have to be specific. Because the Bible says, not everyone who calls unto me, Lord, Lord. Hello? That's in Matthew chapter 7. I think it's in verse 21. Not everyone who calls me, Lord, Lord. So you have to be specific. And that's why your relationship with God is so important that you don't have to rely on other people telling you who God is, but you have to know who God is personally. You, have, you, don't, you just don't need me telling you He is Jehovah Rapha. You need to know yourself. You have to know for yourself that He is Jehovah Rapha. I know Him pretty well as my Jehovah Rapha. You have to know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you have to know Him as Jehovah Rapha. And I can tell you, no matter what the result, no matter what you feel in your body, you are, it is established in your bones, it is established in your system, and therefore, your faith will change your situation instead of your faith being contaminated and affected by your situation. 
Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Ang tawag nila sa Jeremiah 3.3 ay the hotline to heaven. Hindi ka mga katanggap ng all circuit are busy now. The number you dialed is not in service. I mean, sure! Itong, itong hotline na ito is always open. I mean, there are more than 7 billion people all over the world. I mean, all people can call God at the same time. And He will have the answer to every single one. But of course, there are some people that will never call him because they will call Muhammad. Other people will call Manalo. Other people will call Suryano. Other people will call Kibuloy. Other people will call Joseph Smith. Other people will call... And so, I mean, even if everyone alive today will call on God, he has the answer to every single one of them. Of us. So don't you ever think that God is too busy. Wag mong isipin na maraming pinagkakabalan ng Diyos at ang sitwasyon ng iba ay mas importante sa kanya kaysa sitwasyon. Listen to me. I'm here to tell you that no matter what your situation is, it is very important to God. But He cannot intervene in your situation not until you call on the name of the Lord. Jeremiah, I'll be reading from the Amplified. It says, call to me. Now again, you should know who you're calling to. Or calling him. Or not calling anybody else. Call to me. And I will answer you. And that's why every time you call on the name of the Lord, you should never take no as an answer. Because God will never say no to you. Oh, but Pastor Tom, it seems that heaven is silent to me. It seems that heaven is brass to me. Now keep calling. You might not have just to call him once. You might, have, you might need to call him twice. You might need to call him thrice. I mean, it does not matter how many times as long as you call him. It does not matter... In, Kung pang ilan tawag mo, doon, lamang, doon mo lamang nakita ng iyong mga mata ang tugon ng Panginoon. But you have to understand, the moment, the first time you call on Him, and especially when you call Him with all of your heart, He already had answered you. And sometimes you only have to find out because all of the answers that you need are already written in this book. We're expecting to listen. We're expecting to hear an answer. But we don't know that it already has been written in here. Go find out. Check your book. And there you'll find he already has answered you. How many of you know Isaiah said, even before you pray, even you call unto me, I already have answered you. Mayroon bang Diyos na pareha sa ating Diyos? Na bago mo sambitin ang iyong kahilingan ay tinugunan niya? Mayroon bang papantay sa Diyos natin? Bago ka pa nagkasakit, <laughs> binigay na sa iyong kagalingan. Bago ka nakaproblema, mayroon ng solusyon. At minsan naniniwala tayo sa jablo ng problema natin ay unique at ito'y problema na hindi pa nagagawan ng solusyon. I mean, the devil is a liar. Tell the devil he's a liar. He, he has to go back to his mother-in-law. Here's an illustration of a man who understands the covenant with God. You remember Bartimaeus? Remember Bartimaeus, the blind man. 
Of course, for some reason, why he was blind. He was still blind. But he has a better understanding compared to the woman that has been over for 18 years. Because it was really out of ignorance. Know nothing about the covenant. I mean, we are a covenant people. Huwag natin sayangin napakaraming mga, mga binipisyo na kalaan sa covenant ng Panginoon para sa atin. Huwag natin hayaan na ito'y maibasura lamang dahil ito'y mga mahalagang bagay para sa ating buhay at para sa ating pagiging witness. And so Bartholomew, I mean Bartimaeus, I'm sorry, Bartimaeus was blind since birth. Kailangan ilagay sa lugar ng mga kamag-anak para mamalimos. Dahil walang hanap buhay. Isang araw, nakarinig, how many of you know na kung ang tao ay bulag, sensitibo ang kalang pandinig. At kung ang tao ay bingi, sensitibo ang kalang paningin. Or sensitibo ang kalang pangamoy. He could not see the crowd, but from afar he could he could hear the noise. And he hear the noise about Jesus passing by. At alam natin, hindi po tahimik yung mga taong like multitudes na sumusunod kay Jesus ay hindi pwedeng silent night sila. Of course, they would make noise. Now, on top of the noise that the multitudes are making, as Jesus passed by, Bartimaeus began to holler and say, Jesus! Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now, the reason why I know, the reason why I say, and I know why Bartimaeus understand that he has a covenant with God. Because he would never use the name of G, I mean the name of David, David referring to Jesus, if he do not know he has a covenant with God. So unang kanyang pagsigaw, parang walang nakarinig. Heaven is silent. There was no movement, and he shout even more, even louder. And in fact, with the first shout, the disciples got so jealous that they want Bartimaeus to be silent. And when they were about to tell Bartimaeus to keep silent, the Bible says, he shouted even louder. Jesus! I think you did this look in the hospital, in the, in the hospital room, eh? Narinig ko yung sigaw mo eh. About sa bilir yung sigaw. Jesus, thou son of David! Now, I don't think that Jesus' attention was not caught during the first shout. I believe, I mean, you can be tested. If you're serious, if you're hungry enough of what you want from God. Ganun ka ba kagutom? Ganon ka ba kaseryoso? Ganon ka ba kasinsero? Sa kung ano ang gusto mo na alam mo'y ipinangako o ibinigay na ng Panginoon sa'yo. Are you not going? 
you are not willing to let go. You are not going to be silent. You are not going to shut your mouth because you know that you know that you know that you have a covenant relationship with God. You know that prosperity is yours. You know that healing and health is yours. You know that freedom is yours. Joy is yours. Wisdom is yours. Grace is yours. Strength is yours. Understanding. Comprehension is your, you know that you know, you are not going to let anything stop you. A well-meaning minister might try to tell you, be quiet. But you're not going to let anything stop you. And so Jesus said, bring him to me. Bring him to me. I believe Kung anong nakakuha ng attention kay Jesus is, yes, he knew he was Jesus, but I believe what caught his attention was saying, You, son of David! And so, he was brought, and immediately, look at this, when he was brought to Jesus, Ang mga, ang mga pulubi nung panahon ay mayroong pagkakakilanlan. At sa panahon na ito, yung cape, yung kapa. Everybody would know that that's your, kumbaga, trabaho mo. Wala kang hanap buhay, pero yun ang trabaho mo. Immediately, when he was asked, nailapit na kay Jesus, immediately, tinapon niya ang kanyang kapa. Symbolizing, I will never be blind ever again. I will never be poor ever again. I will never be begging for money from others ever again. You see, can you imagine that statement of faith that he had shown? But first he called. He called. And because of that call, Jeremiah 33 takes place. I will answer you and tell you and even show you. How can you how can you show something to a blind man? How can you show something to a blind man? I will show you great and mighty things. You don't even have to show anything because the blind man won't see anything. But Jesus is saying, I'll show you great and mighty things, not just small things, not just pity little things. I mean, I'll show you great and mighty things, things which have been confined and hidden. To you, your healing maybe is, has been confined. To you, your healing and your health might have been a hidden truth. But it is now being exposed by God. And it is, be, it is now shedding light into your soul and into your spirit. Grab a hold of it. It is not, it should not take very long before you see your physical body coming back to life. Every organ of your body functioning normally. Your blood vessels, I mean your veins, your tendons, your muscles, your bones, your marrows. I mean every part of you lining up. It's not supposed to take very long. If you are going to call on the name of the Lord, you'll begin to see something you've never seen. Things have been confined, things have been hidden, and things you have not known, which you do not know and understand and cannot distinguish. I mean, yung tatlong doktor na tumingin kay Irvin didn't know what happened. They could not distinguish. 
They know nothing about what happened. God intervenes. Not only that him had made a call to heaven, Sharon had made a call to the family. I mean, of course, all other people in the church had made a call to heaven. How many of you know every time you call on heaven, you will get an answer? No one, no one actually can stop you to call. I mean, no one can stop you from calling on the Lord. Walang makapagpipigil. Your body cannot stop you. Ang nagkikita mo sa sitwasyon cannot stop you. Just as you cannot stop all the naysayers, the fear mongers, and the fake newscasters, you cannot stop them. But just as you cannot stop them, no one should be able to stop you from claiming on what God had said is already yours. You're not getting your healing. You already, I mean, by the stripes of Jesus, you were healed. You are not going to be healed. You already are healed. Call on Jehovah Rapha. Call on Him. Call on Him. It does not matter how many times you have to call on Him. It does not matter kung ano ang level ng disabled ng pagtawag mo sa Kanya. Just do it. Nothing, absolutely nothing should be able to stop you from calling on the name of the Lord. And the Lord will answer. Amen. Let's all stand up, please. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Panginoon, marami pong salamat. Your word has gone forth and it's not going on deaf ears. Because you have given your people the eyes to see and ears to hear and heart to comprehend. And I know that our lives will be revolutionized by this truth. These are not facts. This is not one thing that I preach now that I have to re-edit it later because I've said something that was not true. Lord, I thank you. You have given me the spirit of truth. And so therefore, everything I have spoken are words of truth. Just the truth in itself won't be able to do anything for us. It is when we come to know the truth that we are set free. It is when we come to know the truth that we are healed. It is when we come to know the truth that we are saved. It is that when we come to know the truth, we are delivered, we are set free, and we live in abundance. Father, we thank you that even as we continue to meditate on these words all throughout the week, I pray that faith will begin to rise big on the inside of us. Acknowledging that because we have a covenant relationship with God, we have all the right, we have all the privilege, we have all the honor to call those things that are not as though they already are. That's how our father Abraham believes. And that's how we should believe. Father, I thank you. Thank you. That the hotline of heaven never, gets, never goes busy. We never get an answer that says all circuits are busy now. 
We never get an answer that says the number you dial is no longer in service. Or we never get the answer that says the number you dial is incorrect. <laughs> how can it be wrong? How can, be, how can it be incorrect? It's just three, three, three. Jeremiah, three, three. How can it be incorrect? Father, we thank you. We thank you for you have kept heaven open for us. And so we are claiming everything that is ours. I'm not going to allow that all of those things will be left in heaven because those are not for heaven. Those are for the earth. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We're going to do communion. I mean, ko kanina point of contact. One of the point of contacts that we all can receive healing. I mean, the point of contacts, which are, which are actually means methods. Methods on how God brings healing. Not, not one method is a rule. Just because somebody got healed from partaking of the communion, that means everybody that partakes the communion can be healed. Because there are other methods that God uses so others can be healed. Which we're going to talk about that later on. But, in any case, at any rate, if you're sick in your body, today, right now, then we will agree with you to believe God for your supernatural healing even as we partake of the bread and as we partake of the juice. Hallelujah. Father God, thank you so much. Yes. As you overcome, you are also an overcomer. You made us an overcomer, Lord. God, I thank you. You are a covenant-keeping God. And I thank you that we have a covenant with you. Father God, thank you for the life that we enjoy. We are enjoying life. We are enjoying healing and health. We are enjoying prosperity. We are enjoying freedom. And we are enjoying complete peace. Ang lahat na ito, Panginoon, ay naging posible dahil kay Kristo doon sa krus ng Kalbaryo. And I thank you namumuhay kami ngayon. We are living in this time and in this hour. Ang lahat ng iyon ay naging realidad sa aming panahon, sa aming buhay ngayon. And I thank you, Father, as what your word says, as we eat and as we drink this bread and this juice that represent the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, we're also eating our healing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that this bread and this juice are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. And those who are believing for your healing, you believe you are the healed of the Lord. Amen. Let's partake the bread. Let's all drink the juice. Hallelujah!
Thank you for listening to our podcast. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or even at our website, newlifesanterosa.com. This is Pastor Tom Molina. Join us again next time. We love you. Bye-bye.